0: Welcome to Zikhodaf i my member Abram Goldar, and today we're going to Mem Base. So the three topics are going to focus on, number one, Rav Yudah said, Ishul A woman should knead the dough for matzah only with water that slept overnight, which means water that was collected the previous day and stayed overnight in a vessel. This is based on the Gemara and Daf Sadi Daladam Base, that the sun's position during the winter causes the underground water sources to heat up somewhat. Rush explains that since warmth, Hastens fermentation, one should draw the water the night before baking to give it a chance to cool. Now, Rav Masna taught this ruling in Alesh Papunya in Lash and Lashim the Kodesh, and the word Ushalanu also means ours. And the next day, everyone brought their pitchers and came to him saying, Give us water, thinking that he meant our water, meaning Rav Masna's water. So he clarified what he meant. Rabba taught that a woman should not knead the dough in the sun, nor with water heated by the sun, nor with water drained from the bottom of the muoyar, which is warm. The Lord nor should she raise her hand from the oven, meaning from preparing the dough, until she has completed baking the entire dough. Point number two. taught in the braces. Three things increase the solid waist of a person and bend the posture, meaning they sap one's strength, and remove one five-hundredth of a person's eyesight. Coarse bread, fresh beer, and raw vegetables, which she explains refers to raw leeks, onions, and radishes, when eaten frequently in large quantities. It was taught in another bright three things diminish the solid waste of a person, make the prostitute erect, and illuminate the eyes. refined bread, fatty meat, and old wine. And point number three Rabbi Nachman said, Yehuda originally, when the base of Migdash stood and they would bring libations from the wine of Yehuda, the wines would not sour until they would put barley into them. Russia explains, then the schus of the nasachim they would not sour until a fermenting agent like barley was added. They would then call it Chomet stum ordinary vinegar, because this is how vinegar was produced in Yehuda. Now that the Basin Mikdash is in ruins and libations are no longer brought, this now is the state of wine and vinegar in Edom. Now this phenomenon, that blessing occurs for either Yisrael or Edom, but not for both simultaneously, is the fulfillment of the passing Yechezgil imala i all be filled from the desolate one, which is expanded to mean if this one is full, the other is desolate, and vice versa. Rabbi Nachman said that this can be learned from the Pasuk and told And one kingdom will be stronger than the other kingdom. So once again, the three points are, Number one. Rav Yudah said, A woman should need the dough for matzah only with water that slept overnight, which means water that was collected the previous day and stayed overnight in a vessel. This is based on the Gemara and Davzati Daladam and base that so the sun's position during the winter causes the underground water sources to heat up somewhat. Rush explains that since warmth hastens fermentation, one should draw the water the night before baking to give it a chance to cool. Now, Rav Masna taught this ruling in Election Papunya and Lush in Lashim the Kodesh, and the word Ushalanu also means ours. And the next day, everyone brought their pitchers and came to him saying, give us water, thinking that he meant our water, meaning Rav Masna's water. So he clarified what he meant. Ravna taught that a woman should not knead the dough in the sun, nor with water heated by the sun, nor with water drained from the bottom of the Mu'yar, which is warm, nor should she raise her hand from the oven, meaning from preparing the dough, until she has completed baking the entire dough. Point number two, Enam three things increase the salt waist of a person, and bend the posture, meaning they sap one's strength, and remove one five-hundredth of a person's eyesight. Pas kibar Coarse bread, fresh beer, and raw vegetables, which Rashi explains, refers to raw leeks, onions, and radishes when eaten frequently in large quantities. It was taught in another nine. three things diminish the solid waste of a person, make the posture erect, and illuminate the eyes. Refined bread, fatty meat, and old wine. And point number three, of Nachman said, Originally, when the base of Migdash stood and they would bring libations from the wine of Yehuda, the wines would not sour until they would put barley into them. Rush explains, Then the schus of the Nesachim, they would not sour until a fermenting agent like barley was added. They would then call it Chomet Stam, ordinary vinegar, because this is how vinegar was produced in Yehuda. Now that the base of Migdash is in ruins and libations are no longer brought, this now is the state of wine and vinegar in Edom. Now this phenomenon, that blessing occurs for either Yisrael or Edom, but not for both simultaneously, it's a fulfillment of the Pasing Yechesgo, Imala Khuraba, I'll be filled from the desolate one, which is expanded to mean Imalazok, Kharbazov, If this one is full, the other is desolate, and vice versa. Well, Nachmara Yitzh said that this can be learned from the pasuk and Toldos, Wu Omi and one kingdom be stronger than the other kingdom. Alright, so now we go to our Simrodav Membes, and our Simon is a mobster. A mobster. So here goes. The mobster who is selling Mim Shalanu at an inflated price. Didn't realize he was bent over and weak from all the raw vegetables he was eating, dipped in a dummy vinegar. Once again, in slow motion. The mobster. Mobster, that must be more on duff. base. The mobster was selling mime shalanu at an inflated price, which reminds us that Ravutas said a woman should knead the dough for matzo only with mime shalanu, with water that slept overnight, which means water that was collected the previous day and stayed overnight in the vessel on this basin, the Gamoran duff, said he on the base, that the sun's position during the winter caused the underground water source to heat up. But she explains that since the warmth hastens the fermentation, one should draw the water the night before baking to give it a chance to cool. One were also told they should not knead the dough in the sun, nor with water heated by the sun, nor with water drained from the bottom of the mouillard. So the mobster who was selling mime shalanu at an inflated price didn't realize he was bent over a week from all the raw vegetables he was eating. Which reminds us that three foods increase the sold waste of a person and bend the pasha, meaning they sap one's strength and remove one five-hundredth of a person's eyesight, coarse bread, Fresh beer and raw vegetables, which Rush explains refers to raw leeks, onions, and radishes when eaten frequently in large quantities. Three things diminish the solid waste of a person, make the pasha erect, and illuminate the eyes refined bread, fatty meat, and old wine. So the mobster who was selling mime shalanu at an inflated price, didn't realize he was bent over and weak from all the raw vegetables he was eating, dipped in Adomi vinegar. Which reminds that originally when the base of stood and they would bring the sachim from the wine of Yehuda, the wines would not sour until they would put barley into them. Rush explains that in the Schhus of the Nesachim, they wouldn't sour until a fermenting agent like barley was added. They were then called Chumutstam, ordinary vinegar, because this is how vinegar was produced in Yehuda. Now that the base of meat dishes is in ruins and libations are no longer brought, this now is the state of wine and vinegar in Edom, and two different pesukim were brought as sources for the phenomenon that Yisroel and Edom will never be blessed simultaneously. So once again. The mobster who was selling Mime Shalanu at an inflated price. Didn't realize he was bent over in a week from all the raw vegetables he was eating, dipped in a vinegar. All right, so now it's time for a four-block back chazara. Daf Lamed ches. So the similar Lamed ches is a double and we use chicken soup. So here goes the exotic chicken soup. Chicken soup. That must mean daf Lamed ches a double lach. The exotic chicken soup served with meiser khala and esrogim and matzah balls, which reminds us that Ravasi said that the machuz bin Rav Mir the regarding meiser whether it's mam and gavoa and patra or Maman hediot personal property and chayven also applies with using maizusheni for an esrog where the pasuk says it will kachtem and you should take yours and with using maizusheni for matzah where there's a gezer shabbat of lechem lechem connecting the lechem from chala to the lechem of lechemoni. So the exotic chicken soup served with maizusheni chala esrogim and matzah balls. Was sold next to the stall that marketed at and Nazir wafers, which reminds us two different sources were brought for a Cholos or Rikikin Nazir that one made from self cannot be used to fulfill one's Chiyuv for Chilas Matzah. Rabbi said that the Pasuk states, "You matzos and you shall safeguard the matzos." Matza mishtemer shall shem matza. This teaches that only matza that's guarded from becoming leaven for the sake of matza may be used in the mitzvah, excluding those which are guarded not for the sake of the mitzvah matza but ushum for the sake of the offering. Rav Yosa brought the pustic she was yaming mitzvah seven days you shall eat matzahs, Matza and nechela, is she was This teaches that only matzah that can be eaten for seven days may be used for the chiv of matzah, excluding these which are not eaten for seven days, but for one day and one night. So the exotic chicken soup served with maisa sheni isrogim and matzah balls was sold next to the stall that marketed total loaves and nazir wafers, where the owner was wrapping them up to take home his matzah, since business was slow. Which reminds us that Rav explained the reason that chalas is a total nazir, that one intended to sell can be used to fulfill one's chiyu for Achilles Matzah is that one anticipates changing his mind vis-à-vis all the matzahs he makes for sale. The person says to himself, if they're sold for a person's toad or nazar offering, they're sold. But if they're not sold, I'll fulfill my chiyu for matzah with them. Daf Lamentess, the simple Lamentess, is a letter. So here goes. The Yeshiva pre fundraising drive featured sending out letters. Letters? That must be more on Daf the yeshiva pre fundraising drive featured sending out letters with lettuce in them, certifying that they are mohudu maror, which reminds us that the lichachil form of maror is chazeres, which is chasa, lettuce, and it's called chasa because the kush baruch was chas on us, he had mercy on us, and that the mitsurim are compared to maror because they started off soft and paid us for our labor and then ended up hard and forced us to work for no pay. So the yeshiva pre-Pesach fundraising drive featured sending out letters with lettuce in them, certifying that they are mohudu maror, grown from the ground, not from a tree, and totally edible which reminds us that mara must be similar to mutts in so much that it comes from a substance that is grown from the ground, it's herbage, and it's edible, and also can come from many different species, just like mutts can. So the yeshiva pre-Pesach fundraising drive featured sending out letters with lettuce in them, certifying they are mohudu mara, grown from the ground, not from a tree, and totally edible, along with a piece of mutts that they touted as totally chametz-proof, which reminds us that unleaven foods which are baked or cooked after being baked, as well as flour that is scalded, cannot become chametz if water comes in contact with them. Daph Mem. So the Simmer Daph Mem is mime, and we use a swimming pool. So here goes. The beware of Chimutz event by the pool. Pool? That must mean we're in Mem. The beware of Chimutz event by the pool featured fascinating demonstrations of scalding two wheat kernels with boiling water, which reminds us that the Gemora brings several activities to avoid since they might result in the Chimutz of grain. One should not thicken a pot of food even with flour of oven-dried grain. One should scald in boiling water two kernels of wheat together, for one kernel perhaps shipped and set on the cleft of the other, and the bubbling boiling water will not get to them on all four sides, and it will come to Chimut. So the Beware of Chimut's event by the pool featured fascinating demonstrations of scalding 2 wheat kernels with boiling water, and soaking barley grains briefly in the water, which reminds us that Bryce has said, orin be Pesach. We may not soak barley grains in water on Pesach, even though this should be permitted because the grain was only soaked briefly and didn't absorb water before being dried into the sun. The Rebutton prohibited it out of concern that people will not be careful enough and the grain will become a The so Breson continues that if one did soak the barley on Pesach, if the grains split, they are forbidden because they leaven quickly, but if they didn't split, they are permitted since they do not leaven quickly. So the Beware of Chimwitz event by the pool featured fascinating demonstrations of scalding two wheat kernels with boiling water, and soaking barley grains briefly in the water, and then with adding flour to the churrosis dip of mustard, served at the barbecue. Which reminds us that one may not add flour to churrosis, which was a dip containing vinegar made for use with meat, or to mustard, and if he did add flour, it must be eaten immediately according to the Tanakama. Remember forbids one to eat it. Rafkana said that the is only applies in the case of flour put in mustard, but in the case of the flour put in the carosis all agreed that it must be burned immediately, while she explains that the pungency of mustard delays the leavening process. Duff Mamolv, so the Simmer Duff Mamolf is a grandma. So here goes. The grandma grandma, that must be one Duff olive. The grandma decided to prepare a pot roast carbon Pesach, which reminds us that the pasuk only refers to the prohibition of cooking a Pesach in water. And a brisabradama hoke is how we know that one cannot cook it in other liquids as well. The Tanakama learns that if it's forbidden to cook in water, which doesn't impart taste, all the morsel so would be forbidden to cook in liquids that do impart taste. Rebbe learns it from the double rush of bashamuvushal. The extra word teaches the prohibition applies to any liquid. The nafkamina between them is a pot roast, where the carbon is cooking in its own fat. The Tanakam would permit it since it isn't flavored by external liquids, whereas Rebbe would prohibit it because it's cooking in a liquid. So the grandma decided to prepare a pot roast carbon Pesach when her grandkids told her they would not eat the one cooking in the Chami Teveria, which reminds the Rav Chissons said the reason one who cooks the carbon Pesach in the Chami Teveria is, chayib, is not for transgressing the prohibition of cooking the carbon since the spring is on a tol fire and therefore it's not considered cooking. Rather, it's for transgressing the mitzvah to eat the Pesach only if it was roasted by fire. So the grandma decided to prepare a pot roast carbon Pesach. When her grandkids told her they would not eat the one cooking the Khamit beria, lest they incur multiple sets of lashes. Which reminds us that Samalchuk is in a case where one ate the carbon partially raw and cooked. Rav says he gets three sets of lashes, one which includes the generalized prohibition of not eating the Pesach except roasted. Abai says one does not incur lashes for a but a generalized prohibition. This is whether Abai means he never gets lashed or that he would get lashed if that was his only transgression. All right, now it's time for a pop quiz of ten questions. Number one. Which up do we have two different sources for how we know that one cannot cook the carbon Pesach in other liquids besides water. That's on duff. Memolav. Good. Number two. Wished up to you learned that the lechem pine was baked in a way that it had numerous advantages so that it would not become chametz despite being a tefach thick. That's on duff? Good, number three. Wished up you learn that in the S'chus of Nesachim during the times of the base of Migdash, wine would only sour if they put barley in it, and this is how they had their ordinary vinegar. That's on Duff. Membez. Good, number four. Wish up to learn that people that sell Chalas or King have a mind that if they can't sell them, they'll use them for the mitzvah of Matzah. That's on Duff. Ches. Good, number six. Wish that they learned that the Rebutton forbids soaking barley grains in water. That's on Duff. Mem. Good. Number seven. Wish that the one that marrow must be like Matzah and that it comes from the ground, is herbage, and is edible. That's on Duff. Amathez. Good. Number eight. Wish that the one why the Mitzrim are compared to marrow. That's on Duff. Amathez. Good. Number nine. Wish that the one that one should not put flour in the or mustard. That's on Duff. Mem. Good. Number ten. Wish up in one that one should only need dough for matzah with mime shelanu. That's on dove. Membase, excellent, all right, so that concludes the pop quiz. This is Rabbi Vamblov wishing you a great day and great learning. Mm-hmm.